You're listening to the Beauty Business Podcast, now with over 200,000 downloads worldwide. This is the podcast for you if you're an independent beauty salon, skin clinic, spa owner or manager. I want to help you reach your business goals through simple, practical and focused business information and advice. We deal with the foundations of starting and also growing not only an incredibly profitable, rewarding and stable beauty or wellness business, but also a stress-free one too. In short, I'm here to help you make more money, have more time and get back to simply what it is you enjoy doing and why you set out on this journey rather than worrying about all that businessy stuff and not getting the results you want. And who am I? Well, my name is Adam Chatterley and I'm your host here on the show. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, how are you? I'm back and boy, have I got an episode for you today. We are continuing our stock and retail product mini series here on the Beauty Business Podcast. And today I have not one, but two special guests to share their expertise and wisdom with you. Now we'll get into all that wisdom in just a second. But first, I wanted to bring you up to date on a couple of big things that are happening here with me but for you. Now, the very first thing I want to let you know about is something I'm really, really excited about. Next week, I'm going to be holding a couple of very special online training workshops about, well, kind of my favorite topic to help you guys with. Whenever I ask a room full of salon or clinic owners what they need help with most in their business, the number one answer never seems to change. Clients. Usually more clients, but often Better clients, more reliable clients, clients that spend more money and try new treatments, clients that refer other clients, clients that don't cancel their appointments at the last minute or ask for appointments at, you know, 7 or 8 p.m. in the evening because that's the only time they can make it. So on Monday and Tuesday next week, I'm going to be hosting a free online training workshop called The Four Secrets to Getting All the Clients You'll Ever Need. And this is basically what I've identified as the four key things that you need to focus on to get all the clients that you want for your business. Now, this is really 15 years, more than 15 years of learning what works, what doesn't work when it comes to getting clients. And I've done this through lots of experimentation, trial and error, and I've condensed all of that learning into around 45 minutes so that you don't have to take years and years to attract the right clients for your business. And like I said, this is online, so you can take part from wherever you are in the world. And I'm holding the same workshop on different days and at different times, so there should be one that fits in with your schedule. Now, it's totally free to attend, but you do need to register first because I can only cope with so many people at one time. Because it's live, you'll be able to ask questions, and if there are too many people in one session, you know, it all gets a little bit unwieldy. However, I ask that you show up live because that's really the only condition I put on there. Well, that and that, you know, you're open to learn a new way of thinking about your client. So I guess two conditions really. But if you want to be able to ask questions to me live, then you really have to show up on time. So if you have any issues with your clients at all, if you need more of them, especially if you're recently starting out and you want to start building your entire client base the right way and, you know, filling it with high quality, reliable clients that you love working with, then please do come and join me for one of these workshops. How do you register? Well, all you need to do is go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients and everything you need to know is on that page. That's beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients. Okay. Now, the second thing I wanted to let you know about is that I want to give you $100. 
Yep, I've got a $100 Amazon gift card to give away and all you have to do to begin with the chance to take it off my hands is to leave me an honest rating and review on iTunes or on my Impact 365 page. Then at the end of July, I will pick one lucky winner to receive the $100 Amazon gift card so that you can finally buy all those things that are in your wishlist shopping basket. Now, do make sure you include your name, your location, and your business name in the review so that I can track you down and send you the gift card should you win. Now, it's highly worth taking part because it only just takes a few minutes to leave a review and it could net you an Amazon shopping spree to the tune of $100. Now, I wish you the very best of luck with that. Right, back to the main business of today's show when we're talking about the client journey. So how does that fit with a mini-series about retail product and stock, I hear you ask? Well, as we regularly mention on the show, therapists and estheticians still struggle with the whole concept of selling. And I'm kind of doing, you know, air quotes when I say the word selling there because it still has this slightly negative reputation. But there's a big shift happening to really understand that the products that we're now able to supply to clients in the beauty industry are genuinely transformational. You know, there's this movement towards understanding that the traditional beauty, again with quotes, the traditional beauty treatment is having more and more of an actual health benefit. So from that point of view, then by not selling to your clients, by not offering them a solution to a problem that, you know, they've come to you with, you're actually letting your clients down. You're actually doing them a bit of a disservice. So on this subject, I was recently talking to a major supplier in the beauty industry at an event that I was at, and they were telling me about this educational framework that they were then training into their client salons and spas called the client journey. Now, this was to help those salons and spas to actually have a process in place to follow to support this more prescriptive approach to helping therapists better serve their clients by providing the correct product advice and a process for selling. Now, the supplier I was talking to was the International Institute for Anti-Aging, and we're incredibly lucky today to have the founder, Tracy Tamaris, and the sales director, Nicola Bell, to share some amazing insights and tell us more. Now, Tracy founded the company 25 years ago this year with just one product that you just might have heard of, and along with her husband, David Alpert, now the managing director of the company, they've grown the company consistently from those early days driving up and down the country, meeting one-on-one with independent salons, to now a huge organization representing multiple skincare brands with their own training center, headquarters, and testing lab. Okay, no more spoilers. I won't go into any more detail. I'll let Tracy tell you more, but it's really a fascinating story that I'd never heard before of of how they got started out. Now, Tracy and Nicola have very generously even agreed to share the whole seven-step client journey process with us today on the show that's normally only available to their salon and spa clients. So grab yourself a notebook. This is definitely one of those notebook type episodes. So if you're able, grab something to take some notes on and get ready to learn how to help your clients better, all while helping your own bottom line and building even more loyalty amongst your client base. Okay, so like I've said, I've got two very special guests to welcome to the show today. I've got Tracy Tamaris and Nicola Bell. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Thank you for, for taking the time. So um, I should say that you guys are both from the, and I always get I always get tongue-tied when I say this, I don't really know why, but the International Institute for Anti-Aging. 
That's right. Yeah, I got it correct. right first That's time. That's correct. A bit of a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to actually, I had to actually practice that earlier on to make sure I got it right because I always stumble over it for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, you're you're both here from the International Institute for Anti Aging, and we are talking about um, something that you guys have developed called the client journey. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, we introduced this uh, about six months ago to our salons and also internally into our business. Um, and the motivation for doing this was really, we know that the high street uh, retail is suffering at the moment, and um, we know that to ensure that consumers are engaged in kind of a bricks and mortar environment, that actually it's all about the experience, yes. and that there's an awful lot of value to a, an end user and a client if the experience is a positive one. Absolutely. So what we wanted to do was really define some key points that a client would go through in a salon or spa environment that really helps to engage and, and elevate that experience. Yeah. And you guys, I think it was a colleague of yours was telling me about this um, at an event I was at recently. And I thought this is, this is a huge <laughs> shift. This is amazing that a supplier has put this work into developing this framework to help their clients. Now we'll get into that in a minute. We'll get into that in, in detail in a minute. But before we do that, could you give me a bit of a background, a bit of a history and the, and the philosophy of um, the International Institute for Anti-Aging? Sure. Well, um, this year we celebrate our 25th anniversary. Wow. So um, I set it up 25 years ago. I was born in South Africa, grew up in South Africa, and we moved to the UK in 1993. And I brought with me a very little-known brand called Environ. Yes. Wow. Okay. And... I started just with that alone on my own, driving up and down the country, <laughs> meeting therapists <laughs> and exhibiting at professional beauty. Yep. And the reason I actually started it was because, you know, growing up in South Africa, I was exposed to a lot of sun. I um, was actually quite sun damaged in my early 20s. Mm. And I had blotchy skin, uneven pigmentation. And I went to one up to my therapist who used to wax my legs, and she suggested that I try this brand that had literally just been launched. It was launched in 1990, okay. and I was so astounded by the results that it gave me that it spurred me on to bring it over to the UK. And so I started off like that. Actually, the, the main the main driver that launched the brand was Professional Beauty. Because okay. professional beauty in those days was very, very different to what it is today. And that is how I was introduced to lots of salons. You know, we didn't have the internet then. It was 25 years ago. So that's where they came to do all their research. And, you know, the, the brand was a major disruptor. At the time, the landscape was made up of all the French brands that had lots of fantastic smells. Mm -hmm and felt great to use, had fantastic, beautiful packaging, huge PR budgets, but they didn't actually do very much for skin. And I came along with a brand that had really very basic packaging, no smell, but it was a brand based on science. Right. So it was very, very efficacious. There was no hype. It was just, it did what it said it was going to do. And it did it in a way that was completely different to what was around at the time. So, so this it was, was very, really the very first, disruptive. The first kind of results-based 
product yes. that's that's you know the the buzzword now. But uh, wow, this I didn't realize it had been that that long ago that the environment started. Wow. Yes, and it's based on vitamin A. And in, in those days, you know, people had, didn't know what you know. They didn't think, wow, you don't put vitamin A on your skin. You take it already when you eat it. But they didn't under, couldn't understand vitamin A, what it did. And, you know, we use a lot of antioxidants. People hadn't even heard of what an antioxidant was. So, you know, that's how we started. And our, our ethos has always been to empower beauty therapists to yeah. deliver the very, very best results for their clients. Okay. And so they're gonna, they do this through having brands that are efficacious, best-in-class brands, and also through education. So we education is a very strong pillar of what we stand for. So education is extremely important for therapists to understand what they're doing. And a lot of therapists don't like to sell. They, um, they're carers. Yeah. And they don't necessarily want to feel that they're pushing something onto clients. But if they understand what they're doing and they can understand skin and explain how it works – they are selling without selling. And Nicola's going to expand on that with our client journey. That's a really important point. So what are the other? So you've obviously grown quite a bit since since just uh, looking after Environ. So what are the other products that you look after now? Yes. So in 2002, we took on a brand called Jane Idell, mm -hmm. which is a clean mineral-based makeup brand. And in 2006, we launched a range of supplements, which are ours, called Advanced Nutrition Program. Well, okay, yeah. So we have a 360-degree approach to skin health, where we feed the skin mm -hmm. with our supplements. And the supplements are, once again, very high quality, research-based. We have our own research center um, <clears throat> at head office where we, where we test them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> we then fortify the skin topically. And we finish with our makeup. So it's a holistic approach I was, to I was skin health. literally about to say that. That's one of the things I like about um, you guys is, is this holistic approach. It's not just about we're, we're a supplier of products. You know, you you do, you take this entire approach to it. And with the training and everything as well, it's it's really kind of the full package. So that is very much why I, I wanted you on the show today. So so you mentioned there that that's kind of the, the history of of. Uh, the International Institute of Anti-Aging, but what, what was your background? How did you get into um, working with Environ and, and having this idea in the first place? Well, um, I kind of fell into it because I, I, was, I went to school, then I went to university and I studied a business marketing degree. Mm -hmm. And then my husband, who was not my husband at the time, we decided to leave South Africa. Okay. And that is when I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And that's how I came across Environ through going to my therapist to treat my skin. Okay. And I thought it was such a revolutionary concept and brand, and the results were so astounding that I decided that's what I wanted to bring over. Okay. I didn't quite realize at the time how difficult it would be to launch a brand, an alien brand, unknown <laughs> in, a in a country totally that was new, new. Country. <laughs> So it was extremely difficult. But a lot of hard slog, and we got there. Amazing, amazing. So you weren't from a, a beauty background before no, that, then? Oh, wow. Not at okay. all. Not at so all. That was like a triple risk. New product, yes. new country, entirely new yes. new field of working. Love it. But, you know, the thing that really attracted me to it was the science behind the brand. 
And that's the theme that's gone through all our brands, that they are all science-led. We don't make claims that we can't substantiate. Everything is tested and trialed. And that's a thread that runs through our organization. We pride ourselves on having integrity. Yeah, and and that I mean that must give a lot of reassurance to the to the people that you work with. Yes, definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, right then. So let's get on to what we're we're talking about. So this is the the seven touch point client journey framework. Have I got that name right, or have I? Yes. Expanded? Yeah. Excellent. Absolutely perfect. I wrote yeah. that down perfectly. There we go. Yeah, I'm paying attention. <laughs> so. Yeah. And client journey. I mean, I don't know how how uh, what everybody's take is on on that term client journey, but ultimately, this is a journey that. Um, a, an end user, a client that is visiting a, a location, whether it be a retail or, or a salon, really starts to strike up a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the main aim of this is to generate loyalty. So, you know, I know we've, we work with some incredible salons who have got uh, an incredible level of loyal customers. But let's face it, everybody wants to go and get more new customers. So the best way of going out and getting new customers, the most cost-effective way is by generating advocacy. So when that client has been to a location, when that client leaves, has felt incredible, um, they walk away and they tell their friends. And then those friends become the new client. Um, And ultimately, that's what we're trying to to create is is help support our salons by uh, enabling them to enhance um, the client journey, to generate client loyalty and assist them with going and getting new clients as a result of it. You know, one of the things is that a lot of therapists today are feeling threatened by the growth of the internet. Absolutely. Last two two episodes ago, this is exactly what we were talking about and and you know almost and we've, we've mentioned that most therapists don't particularly like to sell and i i think it's, it's more the word sell that is is the issue they like to help um and it's almost you know, the internet with the prices the discount websites and all these kind of things these are in some ways giving the therapists even more of an excuse not to want to sell um but but yeah, sorry, I massively interrupted you there. You carry on. Yeah, but no, I mean it's a it's a good point. I mean we we talk more about prescribing products than selling products. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I think that that we're doing a disservice to clients if we're not prescribing the range of products that's addressing a particular skin concern that that client needs that's addressing. Really interesting. That shifts the mindset immediately, doesn't it, from sell to prescribe. Absolutely. Wow, you know, okay. you you have an expectation when you go to the doctor that you know you have a concern and that the doctor will prescribe the right medication for you and it's the same when a client goes into a salon um, environment and is dealt with by a skincare professional that they they need to understand what are the best products for their skin and you know the skincare professionals today and with particularly with our with our brands are able to achieve dramatic changes in client skins so they can treat a lot of conditions extremely successfully and this is going to empower them to get new clients and to continue to do it. And they, you know, they're getting results that are better than a lot of doctors who have very expensive machinery. Mm-hmm. Uh, much better. They're getting much healthier skin. A lot of therapists don't understand this power that they actually do have. Um, and they undermine themselves. And so this also will help them to understand that what they're doing is really special and that they're offering such an incredible service and changing people's lives yeah 
and give, but it's given them that kind of structure to actually yeah. know and that the they're power in the process. Yeah, yeah. Now you guys, you've 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 amazingly said that you're happy to share with us the the outlines of this framework today. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Could you uh, could you walk us through it then? I, I absolutely can. Yes. So uh, so as you you've already mentioned, there are seven touch points in the client journey, and the start of any client journey when you've got an individual who's looking to choose a salon, the first thing they're going to do is probably research it. So um, there is a requirement really on the the, the um, part of the salon or spa to make sure that their website, which in essence is a window of their location, is up to, to date with um, details of who their experts are so that a potential new client could look at those experts and go, well, I'd be in good hands because they're experienced and they seem warm and friendly. And, and let's face it, the inter internet will allow clients to gather a whole load of information before they even walk into the salon. Absolutely. And I'm loving that. I'm loving just the language shift here. The, the, I've noticed the prescription that you talk about, talking about them as experts. It, it is. It's just it's, it's incredible just to hear the different language and the immediate shifts that that gives you. Yeah, I, I think there's a, a bigger opportunity for therapists to shout about what they can do and, and what they deliver. <clears throat> And when, and when uh, they see some fantastic results, they should be posting these on their website and, and shouting about these results because it helps people to feel a bit more um, the fact that they would be in good hands and that they are, you know, would be treated by an authentic professional. So, you know, reviews and results and understanding what brands are being used, uh, potentially brands that are delivering results, understanding the expertise and just the look and feel of the website. So that's part of the research and that's part of the decision-making process early on, as it may be in the journey. It's something that salons just need to look at through the eyes of the client. If I was choosing a location to go and have a treatment, is this the kind of location I'd want to go and visit? So I think it's just really yeah, an opportunity. to reflect. So yeah. the, the website needs to reflect that's right. Their ideology and their salon. So yeah. that's touch point one? Would be research, yep. Touch point two would be welcome. So this is not just about, you know, the client walks in and we say hi and ask them to take a seat. It's the whole frontage of the salon, um, the, the impression that the um, environment is giving off, the reception area, the greeting. Is it warm, friendly, personable? Are we greeting them with their name? Um, is the salon easy to navigate once you're in there? And is there clear merchandising, products merchandised in a really clean, simple, transparent way? Or is it cluttered, maybe in need of a bit of a deep clean? You know, these again, just looking at that environment and going, yep, this is a really warm environment where, you know, you've not got therapists huddled in the corner having a conversation, but actually we're waiting for you and, and you know, we greet them um, ready to kind of start that journey. And that's really the first sense of um, first part of that journey where we really want that client to feel something. So at this point, the client should be feeling really welcomed. At the point of research, the client should have been feeling inspired. So I'm inspired enough to go and walk into the salon. Now, having had a nice warm welcome in the reception area, I'm now feeling welcomed. And the third point um, in the journey is probably the most important. And that is the consultation. Now, I'm sure that there's a number of salons and spas out there that are doing some form of consultation. So this is the point where we ask the health questions. But a consultation is much more than asking the health questions. It's about building that rapport. It's about feeling connected 
to that uh, client. It's the opportunity where they ask questions, they really understand what the client's concerns are, and we get on their agenda. And this is the point where we can start to um, diagnose and advise. Um, and the client at this point needs to feel listened to. It's not about the therapist at this point, it's all about the client. So that's where that real um, relationship starts to generate. The other point I think that we've had some quite positive feedback is we've said that this consultation should not be done in the reception area where they're giving a clipboard and it's a tick box. This is a one-to-one -one consultation where we dedicate, you know, um, perhaps 10 or 15 minutes or longer to this client. That time is dedicated to them. And this should be done in the treatment room. If you're going to a doctor's surgery and they were um, listening to your concerns, I don't think anyone would be particularly happy about being dealt with in the reception area of the doctors. <laughs> so again, you're going to a private area, you have that one-to-one, -one, and again, they feel listened to and they feel connected. So it's at that point that that relationship has started and the guidance and advice and diagnosis has happened. And then they go obviously go onto the treatment, which is the fourth point of the journey. So for many people, we think, We've seen a client, they've come in, they've identified the treatment, they go and have the treatment and then they leave. So in essence, it could just be one touch point. But obviously, we're talking through a seven touch point journey here because it's not just about the treatment, although the treatment is important because that's the point that the client feels respected, respected in terms of the client's time, their agenda, their preferences, making sure that the client's interests are always at the root of everything. So it's a given that the treatment will be professional and protocols are followed uh, and that they will be given a quality um, treatment. That, that's a, a given. But like I say, you know, we make that assumption. Um, but they come on training. So yes, we, uh, that's right. Know, it's covered heavily in training. That's right. So if their training is up to date... Yeah, then, then great. The treatment great will be professional and quality yeah, and right. all the protocols. Of Got course. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so once the treatment has finished, we then say that, you know, um, that the therapist should leave the room and they go and bring back in the products that would be recommended following the consultation. So the therapist goes out of the room, brings in the products and explains these are, these are the products following the conversation we've had earlier, the questions that you had, the answers I gave, the concerns you had about your skin. This is the routine that I'm going to prescribe for you. Um, now, again, it's in a private environment. It's one-to-one. -one. The client does not feel pressurized. What is happening in this situation is we are engaging the client um, in a the prescription process. So you've, you've, we've identified the concern, and I'm telling you now these are the products that are lined up, ready to deliver the results that you're looking for, following the concern that you, you've talked to me about. And you know, I've understood what your lifestyle is. I know where you spend most of your time, whether you're outdoor or in an office. And all of this has an impact on somebody's skin. So once a therapist has answers to all of these lifestyle questions, they can then use those answers as part of the prescription. Yeah, so you're not leaving it right to the end to just talk about the products because you've asked them at the beginning. The, the client knows, well, they've had all this time to... They've had all this time to think. They've they've now coming back to me, having thought about all of those things you've said, the lifestyle, the 
the uh, the problems that they've got, the struggles, and, and saying this is what's actually going to help you. There's no selling involved here, is there? There's there's just serving. There's just helping. Yeah, yeah. You, you would be doing a client a disservice if you prejudged them to think, goodness me, this is quite a lot of money I'm asking you to spend. We don't have a right to judge how much money that person has got. And actually, they, they don't have to buy it all today. They can have it on a, um, a wish list and they can start to get on the journey with a few products. But that's down to their decision. Our job is to make sure that the right products are put in front of them to allow them the choice. Yeah, because you don't know this this uh, issue that they've got, um, this complaint, this struggle. You don't know how much that's affecting them. And if, and even if, you know, like I say, you shouldn't prejudge what they can afford, but you don't know what it's worth to them. If you've suddenly got a solution to their problem, then to a certain degree, money becomes irrelevant. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we've all got, yeah, we've yeah. got a story of somebody we know who won't go out to a party because they've had a breakout or they're struggling to, you know, get a partner because of their, their skin. Or, and it's, it, it's a real emotional issue. So you're right. I mean, it, it's, it's not down to money necessarily and you can't put a price on it. And, you know, the consultation focuses on um, the client's concerns, so not what the therapist thinks is wrong with that client's skin, but what the client thinks they would like to improve on their skin. And, and there's a very clear dif- uh, distinction between the two. And that's what's so great about doing a consultation is that it is all about what the client's concerns are. And that conversation that then leads on to um, this is what you should be doing to solve your problem. Yeah. So it is a prescription as opposed to just buy these products. Mm. So the fifth point is uh, in the journey is is retailing, and and that is where um, we call it retail. But it, it it is that point when the therapist is giving advice on the retail products, really explaining um, slowly the routine because sometimes you know there can be an array of products and it all can be a little bit confusing. But you know. In order to engage them, we need to make sure that they feel comfortable with the routine. And there might also be an opportunity for some added value. You know, many salons have offers or, um, you know, some gift with purchase. You know, there might be some offers that, that could be kind of added value for that client if, if it's right, if it's the right product. Um, and they might want to test and try some of the products, you know, in terms of our skincare makeup range is Jane Idell. And, you know, we have an opportunity where maybe from a post-treatment perspective, they can try the makeup, color match, and it's an opportunity to also allow that client to leave the environment with their skin protected with a good, clean makeup rather than, you know, them going into their handbag and pulling whatever they can out and it's not necessarily going to be that great for the skin and undoing potentially all the great work you've just done in a treatment. So, um, So the... The fifth point would be would be retail, and that's the opportunity again to engage the client. And that point also goes back to the first point about the um, the welcome, because with, especially with the makeup, if there's an area where they can play, you can introduce a bit of theatre into the salon where they can go and touch the makeup, feel it, put it on themselves, have a look at it, and that creates. Um, a much better retail environment. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So uh, the sixth point is departure. All right. 
Um, and that is, uh, I mean, you, you think, what, what does normally a departure look like? Well, it's I grab my bag and I pay for my treatment and I walk out the door. Uh, but actually, it could be an opportunity for a little bit more. So it's, it could be an opportunity where you invite them back in for a follow-up uh, consultation or a follow-up treatment. Um, it could also be an opportunity to surprise and delight that client with a sample. So I recommended today a particular product. You're not taking it today, but I'm, I've got a sample here for you to try so that next time you come in, you can let me know how you get on with that and, you know, potentially understand how it works within the routine that they're, of products that they're walking away with. Yeah, that's so, really clever because if, if someone hasn't decided to take something and then you go, no, I, I really want you to try it out. Here's a sample. It's it's again showing that you really care. You really care about their skin. It's not just, you know, I've got a target and I've got to sell X amount of products today, so I thought I'd try and sell you this. It's, you know, I really want you to experience it, see how it works first, and then come back if, if you get the results. So I like that a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And and at that point, the, the client should be feeling really confident. They should have built up a strong relationship with the therapist, trusted their therapist, um, and start, you know, and built a genuine relationship there. So um, having the routine clearly defined for them, allowing them to make themselves feel a little bit more special. And it can be from a really small point of somebody just leaving a bag on a counter and getting the client to take it away versus walking around and handing with two hands the bag. It just finishes the whole journey off and makes somebody feel quite special. And then the final point in the journey is post-departure. So I don't know how many salons or spas do this at the moment, but um, we recommend that um, where, where possible, a therapist, skincare professional checks in with that client maybe seven days after their treatment and just gives them a care call. So they pick up the telephone and they just say, just want to make sure you're, you're using the products and you're comfortable with the products. How does your skin feel? Uh, have you got any questions about your routine? Because sometimes, again, they feel a bit bombarded with information. They say, oh, I just want to check. Do I put the eye cream on first or the, the, the serum on first? Uh, it's an opportunity just to get them in a good place with the product. You're not selling anything to them. It's just a care call. You know, that, would, Again. that would mean so much because I think there's, there's one thing I've always said, and I don't know whether this is just guys in spas when I've been, you know, um, someone suggested a regime for me um, and, they, and they just talk about the products. And it's like, you know, I don't want to look stupid enough to ask the question of which do I put on first and how often do I put them on? I, d I don't want to look you know, like I don't understand, like I don't know. So I don't ask the question. Whereas if someone gave me opportunity to go, do you have any questions? Do you understand the right way to do it? I could immediately go, well, actually, could you just run me through it again? That'd be really helpful because yeah, they've just had a treatment. They're probably really relaxed. They're probably not listening yeah. to half the stuff that you're telling them at the time. Yeah. So yeah, I absolutely. love that idea. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And again, when they put the phone down and they go, wow, that, that was really great. How does that client feel at that point? Well, at that point, I would imagine a client should be feeling quite valued. And when you get a client that feels connected, respected, engaged, confident, and valued, that's when you have the combination of those feelings, it really creates advocacy. And advocacy is what we're trying to generate because they will then tell their friends, I've had the most amazing treatment. Um, they called me, they weren't selling to me, they just checked in and made sure I was okay and my skin, my skin felt great. That's all they were doing. Um, and, and there's very few people that do it. Um, 
but it just takes you know a moment to to do it and um that that is the the final point in that journey and not only will loyalty be maintained um but there is also the opportunity to to gain new clients through advocacy and and that loyalty is very important because that's what's going to keep that client on the journey and not and not drop off that's going to keep them coming back and keep them continuing getting new products staying on that journey with that particular brand and those treatments 100% you've taken all this time to get this new client to not do everything you can to keep them to keep helping them is not only doing a disservice to them it's doing a disservice to yourself in your own business because you've you know it's probably not been easy to get this client the client these days don't just kind of stumble in through your doors so you know do everything you can to keep them and it's these small things that other places aren't doing that will make you stand out so much more than anything else you could do so i I absolutely love that the post the post departure i think most most places even if they are doing something like that it's probably a follow-up email and you know well that's well you're still probably doing more than most it's still very impersonal you know you could potentially automate that kind of thing but to actually pick up the phone and call someone with their consultation card in hand reminding them of what you've told them that would absolutely just blow people away Absolutely, yeah. And so we introduced the client journey really because we we know that spas and salons are hungry for um, education um, to improve what they're doing. And, and you know, they, there's lots of spas and salons that are doing some amazing things out there. And there are some new salons that have kind of come into the marketplace who just take advice from other uh, spas and salons and they welcome this level of education and and what we do as a business is we support each of these touch points so we have tools to help them um, and enhance the the welcome and we give them tools to enhance the consultation um, by giving them a a, a kind of proper training on how to do a great consultation and we give them tools to um, enhance the retail the departure um, in terms of samples and you know ideas for getting clients back in whether it be for events or um, uh, various activities going on within the salon so we like to work with our salon partners by enhancing this journey and and giving them additional tools for each of these touch points that really just make life very easy because we know that a Skincare professionals' working day is extremely busy. They have very little time to devote to these touch points and really stepping back and looking at their business. So we want to, as a as a kind of skincare supplier, we want to make sure that we are helping our salon partners um, generate advocacy and make it as easy as possible to run their business. And what sort of you know you've been doing this for a few months now. What sort of um, results have you got from or feedback have you got from the, the salons and the spas that have gone through this this training? Yeah, so we pushed this out um, via workshops, uh, regional workshops. Um, we also have a monthly um, magazine that we give to all of our salon partners and detailed all of this in there with lots of, of ideas as well. So that's the other way we've, we've educated. And then we have um, a large field support team who have done many training sessions on this with teams in salons and spas. 
And the response has been fantastic. I just wish we could just touch even more people. Um, but, you know, we've had lots of positive anecdotal feedback from salons, um, obviously talking about the regional training workshops. So educational, very inspiring, gets them just again, take a step back and rethink their business and what touch points can they maybe improve. And they don't need to be big. Uh, they could just be s small tweaks. Um, and then also feedback from salons where our area managers or our business development consultants have been into locations and directly had conversations with entire teams. Um, and one uh, probably the best uh, piece of feedback that I, I think I heard most recently was one of our um, gold salons had had a mini training session on a particular week. And normally this salon would retail about £700 a month um, in a month. So that would be their total retail. Um, the following week after the mini training session, she sold £1,000 in one week. So not only does this generate advocacy, it also drives revenue and sales, which, hey, let's face it, we're all in business to, to um, pay our bills. So, you know, the more revenue we can deliver as a result of enhancing the client journey, the better as well. And that's exactly why I wanted this in this little retail stock mini series that I was talking about, because it's kind of almost taken us a bit to get to why we're talking about it. In, in this particular mini series, but that is exactly why. This is a way to help your clients, to serve your clients, but that will ultimately help you to sell more, help your business grow, keep more clients, make more money. So it's 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 just so much of a win-win all around. Absolutely. I mean it's yes, it's about the experience, it's about having products that deliver results, um, and and obviously the the teams feeling confident in what they're selling. So obviously education, making sure that the therapists are keeping at the forefront of what is going on in the marketplace and what, what, what products are out there to deliver those results. Is that the consultation which empowers their therapist to confidently prescribe the products? And that makes such a difference. And have you, out of curiosity, have you had any resistance to any of the touch points from any of the people that you've worked with? Um. No, <laughs> I don't think there's been any any resistance. Um, I think there's been a nervousness right. um, about bringing so many products out. Um, but at the end of the day, this is the recommendation that's going to treat their concern. Whether or not the client takes all of those products is really down to the client, but yeah. it's not our job to restrict that. No, no, no. No, I, well, I think what I meant more was, um, so I've, in my experience, there's always been this challenge with the, the, say, the therapist and certainly the spa manager in terms of time that's allocated specifically where they're not hands-on doing treatment. So there's always been this this struggle of, you know, for the consultation, you know, the, the, the spa manager or owner wants that to be as short as possible and, you know, to get them out of the room as quickly as possible. Um, and I was just thinking about the the calls afterwards. You know, these are all lots of little bits of time that aren't necessarily hands-on doing treatments. I just wondered if there's been any resistance from, say, the spa managers or, or people on that, or you've proven to them that this time will actually pay you back dividends later. Well, there's, there's no question that by investing in just 10 minutes before um, a treatment, then, then that's not an awful lot of time. Uh, you, you know, we can do a conveyor belt of treatments, but at what point are we actually 
creating a relationship with that client and just 10 minutes. You're just going to need a constant supply of new clients if you don't, if you don't build that report, if you don't take that time. And how quickly is that going to run out if you're in a, an area where there's not a constant flow of new people? So, uh, so no, that, that's absolutely amazing. I, I so appreciate you guys being on the show today. I, I love it. And, and for sharing this, um, this work with everyone that's, that's uh, listening, especially since you put so much time and effort into this. If anyone wants to know more about the seven touch point process or indeed any of the brands or, um, you know, the International Institute for Anti-Aging yourselves, where's the best place to go and, and find out more? So you can go onto our website, um, which um, to make it a bit easier, double I double A website, um, and you can uh, contact us uh, via email or you can call us um, and um, we can either uh send somebody in to talk through our brands um, and, and, get, and get you on our journey of, uh, of educating and um, enhancing your business. So thank you again for, for being with us today. You mentioned a little bit earlier on, and I meant to ask you a bit more about this. You've, uh, you mentioned you've launched uh, uh, your own British supplement range. Is that right? That's correct. We, in 2006, we launched our own brand called Advanced Nutrition Programme. And that is based on nutritional supplements for the skin. Because the interesting thing is that um, when you use a topical, you are putting it onto the skin and only it's only going to affect the areas where you are applying products. If you take something orally, it's going to affect skin all over your body. And what we found, we have a research center in our head office where we do um, a lot of research and we use very efficacious um, nutritional supplements and we've actually found that supplement taking supplements can be more effective for your skin than using topicals and this is not something that certainly to my knowledge this is not necessarily something that a lot of salons a lot of spas are talking about and retailing and building into this process no a, a lot of them are it, it's starting you know when we started people were um a lot of salons, a lot of uh, therapists were, oh, we can't sell supplements because we're not nutritionists. Um, but that attitude has changed, and our, our supplements are specifically directed to skin and specific skin conditions. And we are seeing significant changes in those skin conditions. And it's starting to click that you can make real changes to skin through supplementation. So, yes, the movement is changing um, but a lot of spas and salons have not cottoned on to nutritional supplements and the effects that they can have both on their turnover and on the results of their clients so that could be a real kind of um, n- new shift for a salon or a spa to move into to, to again help them stand out again help them show that they're you know they're they're willing to serve rather than just do the norm and and you know provide you with a, a skin-based a, sorry a cream-based routine yeah and you know our, our amp is, is definitely groundbreaking it is um, a leader in its field it's innovative it's made in the uk we have tried to reduce as much plastic as possible paper is for it's part of the i think what it's called it's 100 percent recycled it's called it's a, we admit, it's a part of the fsc which is the Forest Stewardship Council. Forest Stewardship Council, which means that when they cut down the trees, they plant more trees. So it's sustainable um, 
and we are moving away from from the plastic. So there's a very strong environmental message as well as the efficacy message, the fact that it's a UK brand. It's a very extensive brand. Um, We have one particular product in that brand that we, we treat acne with. And that product is called Acumax. Um, and it's and it's obviously one hundred percent natural. Um, so rather than being prescribed and medicated a, a product that is is not necessarily great for their bodies um, or has got side effects, you know, that that doesn't happen with Acumax. But if anyone wants to see any results from the Advanced Nutrition Program, if they go onto our website, um, advancednutritionprogram.com. Uh, UK, they will be able to see the results by skin concern and they are outstanding. So we are offering um, an alternative that's very effective and completely natural. Okay, well, we'll put, I'll put all the details, I'll get all the details from you guys, all the links and everything. We'll put those on the show notes pages, um, which I will give out at the end when I do, uh, when I speak to you after we've wrapped things up. But Tracy, Nicola, again, I just want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing everything with us. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Well, how about that? Huge, genuinely huge thanks to Tracy and Nicola for their time today. As you can imagine, they're very, very busy people indeed. So to share an hour of their time with us is very much appreciated. Now, like I said, if you'd like to know more about the seven step touchpoint process or about the International Institute of Anti-Aging, then I've put all the links you could possibly need on the show notes pages, which you can find at beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 58. And remember, if you'd like to know more about how to actually, you know, get more clients to find you, to discover you, connect with you via your website, via your offers, via your social media profiles, and then to actually make that first booking with you so that you can embrace them with the seven-step framework, then join me for my free online workshop, The Four Secrets to Getting All the Clients That You Need, next week. Just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash more clients to register. Now, that's all from me for this week. I'm going to be back with part four of my retail and product mini-series next week. Now, in the meantime, have yourself a fantastic week. Take a look at your own client journey. Are there any of those seven areas that we talked about today that you could improve to benefit your clients? Now, I will be here next week. Bye for me for now.